0: Hey ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's Mel Herbert here. It's uh, Friday, June 7th. Whew, it's so hard to get through that. Friday, June 7th, and you know what? I've thrown the doors open of the studio. It's such a beautiful day. The birds are chirping to hell with sound quality. I don't care. Because we've got to enjoy these beautiful days before, you know, they all go away. Because we destroyed the planet. I oh, know it's a bit upsetting way to start, but ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you know how we've been uh, doing this thing with how many kilowatts, how many kilowatts people are getting. Well, guess what? Brian Anderson, and we like to call him Mister Anderson, says he was disappointed that I didn't mention so far that he got 147, a new record. Woo, woo! That he tweeted yesterday at Talking Tesla. I missed that. It was in South Dakota, and I've got another one here from Paul Gilsdorf. He also got 147. What the what the what? But in all of these cases, let me just state this again. I think there's an issue. In all of these cases, it's not more than 500 miles an hour of charging. Now, in some cases, this was on Model 3s. And in some cases, it was in Model Ss. But it's maxing out at 500. I don't understand it. Now, uh, Mr. Anderson said it's because that they're calculating his expected range and he was driving really fast into a headwind at 80 miles an hour and so that's why he only got 500. But they're all peaking at 500 miles per hour of charge. All of them. Every single one of these that has been sent to me so far. So now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we'll continue this thing, this uh, how many kilowatts you're getting, but now I want to see if somebody can peg it out at more than 500 miles per hour of charge because I think there's something going on here. I don't know uh, that it's sort of maxing out at 500. It should be significantly higher than that for these kilowatts that are being sucked into the car. I don't understand it. Something is going on. Trust me. Trust me. No, don't trust me. But something is going on here. And now let's talk about uh, Mike's Brown's piece from Inverse and I haven't seen if anybody else is talking about this yet, but he's got a piece there about S and X upgrades. So we just got some significant upgrades to S and X in terms of range. They put in some more fixed uh, magnets, and they got now for the S, the long-range edition is 370 miles. Well, he is reporting that the S and the X are going to get even further upgrades with a three-motor system like the Roadster. Two big ones in the back, little one up the front. They're also going to reduce the size of the next battery that goes into the long range version, and it will be 350 pounds less. And it's undergoing testing right now in Death Valley, where it's nice and toasty. And he doesn't note whether this will be 2170s, but he says, and I don't know where all this information is coming from, that the new S is going to get over 400 miles range, and the X very similar to that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is big, this is huge. This is large. If they're dropping the size of the battery and they're playing with the cooling system and they're changing the motors and they get over 400 miles range, maybe just to me, but I think to a lot of people, that is a magical number, over 400 miles. And it's magical for a number of reasons. Here in California, sort of the big thing we always do is can you drive from LA to San Francisco without stopping? It's about a six-hour drive, depending which way you go. And so now you can in one of these cars if it gets over 400 miles. It's also true that although 300 miles is great, it does add a significant amount of time to a drive like that say, 30 minutes. And some people are like, eh, I don't, I don't like that. I want to be able to do the whole thing. Now, it's also true, though, that I think this gets as closest to gas cars because there's a lot of gas cars, frankly, with 400 miles range. And even the Prius, which obviously gets a lot of miles per gallon, has over 600 miles range. So... That halo effect that Elon has talked about with the Roadster, like the big smackdown to ICE cars by having the Roadster that's faster and goes faster and everything about it's better. Also, I think is important at the not-so-expensive cars. So S and X, which are still very expensive cars, having over 400-mile range. A, I just think there's a halo effect to that. And I would love, please, Elon, please, are you listening? I, no, he's not listening. I think we've worked that out. I would love to see the Model Y to get over 350 you'll still have this big differentiation over 400 for s and x give us 350 for the y come on mate help us out here 350 in the y with these new batteries which are apparently more energy dense and better cooling and better motors come on elon two in the back one in the front make it happen and i don't know if you've heard of them but there's this little company called volkswagen yeah that company and they did some silly things with diesel where they sort of uh, tricked um, the testers into thinking that they weren't polluting a lot when they were polluting a lot. And they got fined just a little bit. I think it was $18 billion with a B dollars. That's a lot of quiche. Now, there's an ad that I just got sent, and it is beautifully shot. And I'll put a link in the show notes. And I hope it's real, but it could be fake, but I hope it's real. And it's a VW... Uh, in the background, there is sort of this great music, and then there is a sort of voiceover of, you know, this scandal unfolding, and then there's this Germanish-looking guy. I don't know if he's German or not, but he's German-looking, whatever that means. But I'm sticking to it. He's German-looking. And he's actually sort of um, sketching out a new car. And uh, it's very dark, and then you start to see the car getting put together. And it's one of those old uh, Volkswagen uh, vans, those classic old vans. What are they called? The classic old vans that you see in all the 1960s movies and stuff. And it's electric, coming soon, or something like that, it says. They tell you, it's just a really powerful ad. And I'm watching, I'm like, well, I want one of those. I don't know if it's real. I hope it's real. Somebody tell me if it's real. I want Volkswagen to really, you know, double and triple down. And lastly for today, another letter, this is from Vern Paget. Is that right, Vern? I hope I got that right. From Whittier, just down the road, mate. Well, this is LA in LA traffic, it's about three hours away from your home. But he said he was thinking about something I said a couple of weeks ago, where I like to charge my car from my solar panels in the middle of the day when there's lots of sun coming down, I charge it up then. He's like, Okay, that's a good idea, but you should check to see if you've got peak rates that are much higher in the evenings because probably what you should do is sell your solar energy and stuff back to Southern California Edison in his case and then charge the car in the middle of the night because he says he gets 45 cents during peak load times and gets charged only 15 cents after 10 p.m. So for him it makes sense to have the solar panels and he's got like 13 360 watt panels, let them use that in the late afternoon and get paid 45 cents and then Uh, charge his car for 15 cents after 10. I don't know, actually, to tell the truth. I'm with the Department of Water and Power here in Los Angeles, so... That is a good point. So if you want to save money, that is one way to do it. One thing that has been coming up here and being reported on just recently here in California is that there is an increasing number of days where California has so much solar energy in the middle of the day, it doesn't know what to do with it, and it's trying to sell it to this person and this person. So I was also thinking it's probably a good idea in terms of load for those of us with solar panels and electric cars to fill them up during that time where we're making an excessive amount of solar energy. This same article said, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, because on those cloudy days, if you've got an overbuilt solar system, and the, the amount of you know, kilowatts that you're producing goes way down, that's not necessarily a bad thing, and actually is okay as long as those solar panels don't cost too much money. But that's sort of the other reason I like to do it during the day, because I know that there's this huge amount of solar energy here in California during the day, and I just want to help suck some of it up. Now, I don't want to be part of the problem, I want to be part of the solution. But it's a really good point, though, that if you're doing this to save cash, it might make a lot of sense for you to look at whether you can get paid more for your peak solar production than it costs you to buy back in the middle of the night. So excellent point. It would reduce your payback period on those panels substantially. So that's it for the day. Uh, I'll be around next week, so we'll be doing Elon Daily at you next week. But then I'm going away for a couple of weeks, so we'll probably put it on pause for a few weeks. But don't worry, don't worry, I'll be here next week. And then I think the boys are going to put together a show or two while I am away. The show is Elon Daily. It's part of the Talking Tesla podcast. And remember, give us a rating and a review and become a Patreon. Because if you do that, we'll be happy. And if we're happy, you're happy. If we're happy, you are happy. Trust me, it's true. I'll talk to you on Monday.